Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody. Thursday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show kicks off right now. Biggest story in the world continues to be Israel's war against the terrorists uh, of Hamas. Currently, we have the Biden administration secretary of state, Antony Blinken, who has traveled to Tel Aviv trying to both support Israel in this. And I will say Blinken's statement on this and Biden's statement on the situation in Israel have both been along along the lines of what you would uh, hope would be said by any U.S. administration. Um, it also seems that there's a move to perhaps make it more difficult for Iran to get its hands on that uh, $6 billion. So we, we've got a number of, of pieces in motion right now. A big part of this is Israeli forces are uh, striking in the Gaza Strip. Airstrikes are, are underway. You've 300,000 reservists who have been mobilized. They're going to be making their way through a very challenging urban warfare environment. Um, the terrorists of Hamas, no doubt, are going to try to maximize civilian casualties as, re- as well as any Israeli casualties uh, that they can, uh, military casualties that they can incur in this process. It is the stated goal of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that uh, – Hamas will be crushed. He said Hamas is ISIS. Just as ISIS will be crushed, so too will Hamas be crushed. So this is now, uh, we, we discussed this earlier. I think I said even Clay yesterday that Hamas is Al Qaeda and must be treated with the same degree of, um, of honestly ferocious response. Uh, it, it calls for exactly what the Israelis are doing here, um, which is to go in with a capture-kill order for all senior Hamas leadership. 
Uh, we now have updated numbers on that horrific sneak attack. Killed 1,300 Israelis. Um, uh, 1,300 Israelis. So you have uh, the 300,000 reservists have been massed to go into uh, Gaza. You have ongoing airstrikes that are targeting senior Hamas leadership. You have the U.S. Secretary of State in the region hoping to prevent this from becoming a broader war. But something has just happened uh, in the last hour or so. Clay brought it to my attention. Um, it's going to be, just as a as a warning here, going to be hard to hear about and even harder if you're going to see this. But Clay has seen it. It is out there. And it comes directly, Clay, from the uh, X account of Prime Minister Netanyahu, as I understand it, what has been released and what's what's the latest? Yeah, it's 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 incredibly graphic. So you heard us yesterday talking uh, with the reporter who initially broke the news about what was done to to babies, to infants in uh, in this country uh, during this attack by Hamas. And this is the prime minister of Israel's uh, official Twitter account. Um, and, uh, they tweeted out in the last hour, and I'm reading directly from it. Here are some of the photos Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu showed to U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Warning, these are horrifying photos of babies murdered and burned by the Hamas monsters. Hamas is inhuman. Hamas is ISIS. And, there is a warning label on these photos. Um, Nicole Zadek, you heard us with I-24 News, was the first person to report this. I'm going to describe what the photos show. I understand if you want to turn down your radio or whatever else, but we we had Nicole on yesterday, Buck, because already propagandists are saying, as they said about the Holocaust, oh, this never happened, this is an exaggeration, there were no babies targeted. You've heard. We need to play that clip, Ali, if you'll grab it, uh, uh, that's going viral. And we played one part of it for Nicole Zadek yesterday, which specifically said, oh, this baby part of the story is made up. There's nobody who got killed at the raves. Uh, it's going viral. And for your kids or grandkids out there, a lot of people who are hyper online are often susceptible to lies there is a picture of a kid. Now they blurred out the face uh, of this baby. Um, that, I mean, it, the children are burned babies, burned to a crisp buck. I, I've never seen anything like this. So, and the babies are in their cribs. I mean, th- this is awful. Heinous. I'm not sure that anyone in America has hardly ever seen anything like this. And you I, I, talked about it, Buck. I, I think yeah. even the, the amount of post-traumatic stress for people even walking through some of these villages. Certainly, I'm not talking about the people who were there being victimized by Hamas, attacked by these individuals. Just seeing some of this, I think it's going to be almost impossible for the first responders who eventually got into these communities for the people who are body bagging these bodies i they've never seen anything like this this is this is beyond um anything that i can even recall clay from 
the darkest and most heinous days of al-Qaeda in Iraq and of what the the Taliban and the Haqqani network and al-Qaeda elements did in, in Afghanistan. I mean, you know, you're comparing the most, it's a little bit like comparing the greatest evil of all time. You know, it's yes. comparing Pol Pot with the Nazis. I mean, it's, you're, it's a level of evil that defies human, normal human comprehension for human beings who still have um, a soul. I mean, I, I remember that there were, you know, there were cases in Iraq where they would use uh, individuals with Down syndrome as uh, suicide bombers. I mean, there were things that happened there that were a level of evil that were in the same realm as this. I've never seen anything like this before. Um, I would say to our audience right now, uh, they, these photos are circulating. I, I don't think it is, I don't think that it's necessary, you know, only you people can make their own determinations about this. These are the kind of photos that may stay with you and may, may be, uh, a trauma. And, uh, it's necessary to know that they're what happened, right? Which is why we're talking about it. It's necessary to have, the uh the the record here um the record here be clear of exactly what has gone on to the degree that it can be shared so you need to know what these barbarous monsters of Hamas did intentionally out of their way planned to do to tiny babies um as well as you know the elderly and women and you know young children and everything else you need to understand what has gone on here? If you choose to watch some of these photos because you want to understand the full depth of the depravity and the evil, I understand. But I also understand people who are going to say, I, I know what it is. I know it's true. And, and that's where I'm going to, um, that's where I'm going to leave it for now. It's important to understand all this, I think, Clay, because the response now, the Israeli response to what has gone on here, uh, this is going to be a bloody fight, and there are going to be a lot of Palestinians who are going to die as a result of this, uh, as a result of this sneak attack. And every one of these Hamas fighters and all the rest of them, they deserve that death many times over. And uh, the Israelis are going to try to minimize casualties of civilians who are non-combatants, but there will be civilian casualties as well. Hamas but, wants that, Buck, because they want the propaganda to say, oh, look at what the Israelis are doing to us. War is hell, okay? And Hamas decided to make this war happen. And in responding, Hamas is going to use children, hostages, civilians as human shields in an effort to both dissuade Israel from responding And then when Israel responds and some of these people die, they will put out their own propaganda and say, oh, look, this is the equivalent of what happened to Israel. It is not. Hamas invaded Israel and they murdered what now you said is 1,300 innocent people who were going about their day-to-day existence. Israel's response to a terror attack is not the equivalent of a terror attack. And I get fired up about this, Buck, and that's why I want to share these messages. There are far too many people in the United States right now, and a lot of them are going to be our listeners' grandkids or kids who haven't ever stared into actual evil 
And so they've bought into this idea of, oh, if my feelings get hurt because somebody gives me a microaggression, that is evil. This is how America is the greatest force for good that has ever existed in the history of the human race. I firmly believe that. I think there is strong evidence of that case. But evil still exists in our world. And the idea that your people are trying to argue that somehow America is a force for evil or our history is evil is designed to delegitimize the good that we have done. And when I see all these college kids, Buck, and a lot of them are smart, right? They're, 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 they're savvy enough to have been well educated and yet they're ending up on the absolute side of evil. That is troubling to me because many of these kids are going to grow up and they're going to continue to propagate the lie that America is a force for evil. I remember in the, in the, uh, my, my earliest days, Clay, of, of doing, um, media for a living when I left the CIA, one of the, and there was far more jihadist terrorism going on then. Obviously right now we've just had a massive spasm of this jihadist evil, but, um, under the Trump administration, for example, we just didn't, these things just weren't happening. It is worth yeah. noting. He crushed ISIS and then there was relative quiet from jihadist entities around the world, uh, whether it's Boko Haram or, you know, Al Qaeda or ISIS or you name it. Um, but I, I remember one of the constant back and forths was this belief on the, or it's not even really a belief. I, I think it's more of a ploy that the fighting against terrorism is the cause of it. And, and I just want everyone to be prepared for the voices that are going to be out there in the days ahead in this country and around the world who are going to claim that see Israel's response to the terror is in some way the real problem because this is what Israel is always doing. Israel overreaches or Israel is going too far. Um, it's a vile, dishonest and, uh, and I would argue evil formulation because it effectively seeds the entire battlefield to the enemy. And we see what this enemy does. We see what this enemy is willing, uh, the lengths this enemy is willing to go to, to, I mean, profane the most basic elements of humanity. I mean, Clay, I'll be honest. It has been a depressing week for me and for many others around this country. I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like for Israelis right now. You know, I have Jewish neighbors here in South Florida who have told me they are crying. Yeah. Just thinking about this. Yeah. And I have Jewish friends here in South Florida who know people who are now gearing up. I even have one of my friends uh, got a message from uh, a friend of his in Israel whose daughter was among those targeted uh, at the... um at the rave music at the music yeah. festival, you know, so I'm a, I'm a couple of layers, two or three people removed from this. So it's it's a very difficult week for the country and people need to for the world, really, for humanity, obviously, first and foremost, for Israel and the Jewish people. But, you know, everyone needs needs to process this and ever needs to be reminded at some level. I suppose we have been reminded of the the depth of the evil that we face in this world. And all we can do is come together the decent people of the world, the honorable, the pro-civilization people, and back the Israelis in this fight for civilization and for humanity against the barbarism 
that was made as explicit as it could possibly be in this attack. Yeah, and we're going to play uh, some audio of for you. Um, but again, it's important to bear witness to what happened. And I just keep coming back to, to, to one fact. I mean, more Jews died on Saturday than on any day since the Holocaust. Think about that. I mean, think about that and think about it in the context of, Buck, what you've lived through and I've lived through in the United States, where people have been arguing you're a Nazi because you support Donald Trump or you have different political opinions than I do. And many of those same people, Buck, are silent when an actual Nazi-like attack happens in our modern era. They're fired up about the words that people use respond to actual violence for any person out there who makes a living or views themselves as a person who should commentate on public events a person who would not you not absolutely and without equivocation condemn this what does that say yeah how, how is it and we'll get into this you see what they're doing let's talk about what they're doing up at harvard yeah there there are going to be some consequences for people uh at least you know social consequences for people in this country who are on the wrong side of this one. Actions speak louder than words. Our cell phone company of choice, Pure Talks, making a huge effort, taking real action to help the lives of our military members. This fall, Pure Talks set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military member debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They want your help. When you switch to Pure Talks lightning fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this noble cause. Our veterans have given everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. You can make a real difference just by switching your cell phone service to Pure Talk. Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just dial pound 250 Say the keyword Clay and Buck to make the switch. Dial pound 250. Say Clay and Buck to switch to Pure Talk today. It's the right move. It's the American way. Keeping it real. Keeping it honest. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're talking about the importance of sharing the truth candidly um, and staring into the face of evil. CNN, to their credit, has been uh, aggressive in reporting the truth as it pertains to these atrocities. Here they are describing what Hamas did. The prime minister's office has released, and I'm quoting here, horrifying photos of babies murdered and burned by, as they put it, the Hamas monsters. The three photos that uh, are being released show two babies whose bodies have been burned beyond recognition. And a third that is blood stained. It is a very small baby, an infant. I know Hamas has denied uh, beheading children, but they certainly cannot deny what is on video, what is on in, in photos, uh, and what people have seen with their own eyes. And no matter what, no finer point needs to be put on, children were murdered, full stop. So, again, they're already denying it, as has happened in the past. It's important for everyone to stare at true evil. When Mike Lindell invented the original MyPillow over 20 years ago. It had everything you could want. Uh, this past summer, they had the MyPillow 2.0. St. Pat did adjustable fill, but now with a fabric made with temperature-regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0, 50% off right now with a queen-size MyPillow 2.0. Just $39.99, king-size pillow, just 10 bucks more. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square to get the queen-size MyPillow for $39.99 and the king-size for just 10 bucks more. Uh, enter the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269 to get your MyPillow 2.0. Today, get hooked up, softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever own. 60-day money-back guarantee plus a 10-year warranty. Promo code Clay and Buck. Go to MyPillow.com today. Promo code Clay and Buck. So the evil is on display for all to see. It could not be more clear from what Hamas's actions are. And as we've discussed, um, it is some of the most incredibly graphic footage of war crimes um, or just terrorism. I mean, it's I guess you could say it's both uh, that you will ever see. Hearkening back to the or uh, reminding people of the worst uh, crimes that you would have seen in the Second World War, either from Imperial Japan or Nazi Germany, the things that these Hamas 
terrorists did are, are um, it, it is soul shatter. It, it is soul shaking to merely think about a human being who could do these things. And this was done deliberately on a broad scale as a policy of what is effectively a you know a, a nation state of sorts with Gaza run by a terrorist entity, Hamas. With all of that, there are still people in this country and around the world who are not only trying to set up some kind of moral equivalency with all of this, but also find themselves trying to uh, downplay what happened. One of the reasons why the very graphic footage has been released and one of the, you know, the, Justification, the primary justification behind it is because there has been a whole effort online to say this didn't really happen. You know, they, everyone knows the attack happened, but the worst, the worst depravity didn't really occur. It's some kind of exaggeration. There are voices online who are making that claim. So Prime Minister Netanyahu and others have just said, we're going to show you, we're going to provide the proof of this hellish uh, demonic activity by Hamas. Now, in this country, there are people who, as Clay and I have been discussing, find themselves still somehow, and whether it's members of Congress or college kids, finding themselves sympathetic to uh, Hamas in all of this. Here is um, uh, commenting on this issue, just to be clear. Uh, and commenting on the bigotry that that's out there, Newsweek's Batia Unger Sargon speaking about some of these bigots at Harvard and elsewhere. Play eight. I'm actually a little bit glad that this is happening. I'm glad that Rashida Tlaib can't bring it to, in her heart to denounce Hamas. Why? I am glad that these Harvard students have been exposed for the bigots they are. Why am I glad about this? These are the death throes of the woke movement. A lot of good-hearted leftists and Democrats got bamboozled by this movement into thinking that this is how you stand up for justice. And it is now so clear the corruption... The moral rot at the heart of the progressive movement, it is becoming clearer by the day, and people are really seeing it. Clay, there's a a truck that is currently driving around Harvard University campus with a digital billboard displaying the names and photos of students at Harvard who signed a letter blaming Israel for the Hamas terrorist attack, what do you what do you make of it? Oh man, I love. First of all, I love everything that that person said in the clip that we just played. I, I think she's a hundred percent right. I think it is so clarifying for so many people. And let me just say this: a lot of you out there listen to the show, and you've been listening to the show for years and years, and we appreciate you and love you, uh, and thank you for spending time with us every day. I bet a lot of our listeners, Buck, are starting to have conversations like this where people come to them and they say, I can't believe what I saw, the response from BLM, the response from super highly educated people on college campuses to this terror attack and the attempt to morally equivocate it away, tell them they should listen to this radio show. I think we are seeing a mass red-pilling moment for America. Uh, because it's rare you can stare directly into the face of evil. 
And we're doing that right now. And you're seeing a lot of people apologize for evil or claim that somehow America is the equivalent or Israel is the equivalent of Hamas. We are not. So I love what was said there. Yeah. Batia Unger Sargon na- nailed it with her commentary. Um, from, she's a Newsweek writer. I-, I would say this, Clay. Um, Christopher Hitchens was somebody that I read, um, constantly. Uh, growing up and and all throughout the the 90s and into the 2000s he's, he's since passed away um I, I know there you know he was a socialist and i know there are people in the audience who certainly disagree with his atheism and, and other aspects of of his intellectual life but on the issue of jihadism and the threat that jihadism poses to uh the world post 9-11 really you know he's speaking of a red pill moment he had a red pill moment. And I remember him describing it once as it was as though, uh, we all expected after nine or we should have expected after nine 11. And he had become, uh, become a U.S. citizen, I think some years after nine 11. But he said the entire Western world, you would have thought would unite after nine 11, understanding that this was an insidious attack on all that is decent, orderly and, and you know, on civilization itself. It was kicking yes. at the load-bearing walls of civilization itself. But instead, the left in this country found ways to say, you know, we kind of deserve 9-11. Our policies have been really bad. Colonialism has left quite a quite a, a stain on our history, etc., etc., all the usual craziness. And so he had a break with the left over that. I do think that this is a moment. I mean, you brought this up as well. I think it will affect the perceptions of certainly some American Jewish voters. Yes. I don't know. I don't see how it comes. Um, but I, I think that people are recognizing that there is a somehow a, a corner of the American left that is so deeply anti-Semitic. Let's be clear. So clearly full of hatred for Jewish people that even in this moment, they're waving Hamas flags and rooting for Hamas. Yeah, I I, I, th- I think it is a moment of recognition. I think it is a moment of of changing perception for a lot of people. I think it's morally clarifying. Um, and you asked about those students, and I think this is also important. Forever, for a decade, basically, Buck or more, as cancel culture has risen up as connect in connection with identity politics. And as people have been getting canceled, you had protection if you were on the left. Because, Buck, no one ever got canceled for being too left-wing. Didn't happen. Then Bud Light happened. And this is why I thought Bud Light was so significant. For the first time, you had a brand, essentially, I think Bud Light sales are still down 30%. A lot of you out there listening, you just basically don't drink it. I don't see it at any tailgates anymore, Buck. Uh, people have basically turned off Bud Light. And that was the first time that a brand thought to itself, oh, wow, I can get canceled for being too left-wing. I don't believe in cancel culture in general. But I think having to take the medicine of cancel culture for some people on the left is going to destroy cancel culture in some way. Those kids at Harvard, look... In general, everybody who goes away to college, and even if you don't go away to college, 
when I would say, Buck, and I bet almost everybody out there would agree, from the ages of 14 to 15 to 24, 25 years old, a lot and on beyond, but in that particular window, right, as you're you're growing up in, in that 10-year window, a lot of people do a lot of stupid things. And yep. a lot of people believe a lot of stupid things. Yep. And when you go off to college and you're growing up and you're going to high school or you're going to college or you're starting off your work life, I don't believe people should be held hostage by the stupid things that they believed when you were sometimes 18, 19, 20 years old. But I do believe it is clarifying where those Harvard kids suddenly realize, wait a minute, what I am saying has a consequence in my life. And when they are, when you, when you come out and defend Hamas when they're killing babies and say, oh, by the way, America's just as bad or Israel's just as bad, that is a profoundly dumb opinion to have. And so I don't think that your life should be ruined because of a stupid opinion you have, but I do think it would hopefully trigger a light bulb moment for many of these students to recognize that this idea that they've bought into. Um, I, I asked this question on Twitter, Buck, and I'll maybe talk about it again, open up phone lines, because I'd like to hear from college kids themselves who are happening to listen to the show. Buck, when I we played that GW clip yesterday because I went to George Washington University. Um, GW interesting to me always because you don't strike me as a GW kid. I'm not at, at all. all. I knew a I, lot of GW kids as a New Yorker. I took a scholarship, Buck. Buck, I had no idea what I was walking into. I thought going to college in DC would be great. Um, there are a lot of spoiled rich kids at GW who are total brats. I'd like to think that was not me. I'd like to think hopefully my kids won't be that either. But I did think it was really great to be in school in Washington, D.C., and it toughened me up because the East Coast is tough. People are jerks. But when I was uh we were reacting to that, Buck, I just want everybody out there to think about this. If they had had a protest on GW's campus or Harvard's campus or any of these other campuses, and we're going to talk about the what I think is the appropriate response from the University of Florida. I want to give credit to, to leadership for making good decisions. But, Buck, think about this. If there had been a protest against BLM and George Floyd in the day or the week after the George Floyd video went viral, every kid that showed up at that anti-BLM protest would have been kicked out of the school you would not have been able to show up and say, hey, I disagree with the motives of BLM, even though the BLM motives, anyone with a functional brain can see now, are incredibly destructive. You wouldn't have been able to show up on campus and protest against BLM or say, hey, George Floyd deserved it. Any kid in America who showed up on campus and there was a rally, it would have gone viral, that kid's picture would have gotten out, that kid would have been unemployable. He would have been immediately kicked out of school. I don't think that's the right move, and we'll talk about this at the top of the second hour. But I would ask everybody out there listening to us, why are kids allowed to show up and protest and say, Israel's evil, Hamas did what they should have done, nothing happens to those kids. If you had shown up and said the same thing about BLM and George Floyd, you would have immediately gotten kicked out of school. We don't have free speech in this country on college campuses. We have protected class speech. 
You can say anything you want about certain people, and Jews evidently are one of them. And other groups are so protected that you can't say a word of negativity about them. Let me ask you this. Just think about this. What does that say about where political power actually is? If you well, can on immediately, campuses, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It yes. says a lot. Yeah. If you can immediately be kicked out of school for having an opinion that contrasts with the ascendant orthodoxy of BLM and genuflecting at their altar and George Floyd is a saint, but you can say, hey, murder those Jewish kids and nothing happens to you. What does that say about the culture that exists on college campuses? Just think about it. 800-282-2882. We want to hear from all of you. I mean, you know, you, you are friends. You are extended family, this audience. You're our community. And, you know, this is a, this is a week when a lot of us are rattled. So it would be good to hear from some of you. Um, if you have friends or relatives who are in Israel, you want to share some of your thoughts or what you've heard from them, or if you're on campus, as Clay said, and what you're seeing from the campus response, uh, give us a call. Are you on a fixed income? You'd benefit from an investment that delivers consistent returns without compromising your financial security. Phoenix Capital Group offers high-yield corporate bonds with annual returns of 9 to 13% paid out monthly. With 3,000-plus satisfied investors paid on time every time, Phoenix Capital Group is providing investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Starting at $5,000, you can earn 9% annual interest with a three-year term Reg A-plus offering paid monthly. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the free investment packet today at phxonair.com. You can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 13% annual interest. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Visit phxonair.com today. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang, a weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 
One more time, 833-995-GOLD. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. we got some callers who want to weigh in. We'll take some of those calls. But for many, I think, this week has been, since Saturday happened, a time of moral clarity. And, again, I think one way that cancel culture buck ends up blowing up is by uh, suddenly when the left has to be a victim to cancel culture, too. And now with Bud Light and now some of these comments that have come out in favor of Hamas, it's the first real time that we're seeing people on the left be casualties of the culture that they've created, which is how all revolutions end, right, Buck? Ultimately, the revolutionaries turn on themselves and they have the guillotine moment, uh, like happened in the French Revolution, where it becomes a purity test and the revolutionaries turn in on each other. And I think that's what you're seeing in some uh, way with that right now. Uh, Dave in Wilmington, North Carolina. Hey, guys. Pleasure to talk to you. You too. Um, well, I just wanted to point out that um, here in North Carolina, I heard that the pro-Palestinian protest groups are telling them to wear their masks. Yeah. Protest. So, so they um, cannot they, be identified to try to avoid being right. canceled. And, and to save them from COVID, I'm sure, Clay. It's, <laughs> Outdoors. A, it's, a, two, it's a two for one. I noticed that that happened. Thank you for the call. I think that's important to note. Uh, that happened at GW. If you watch the video of the protest at George Washington University that we played, what, like two days ago, I think, yeah. Buck, or maybe yesterday, um, you can go look at the video, and I shared that video, and a lot of those kids are wearing masks because they're hoping to avoid being held accountable for their political opinions. You know, I remember after after 9-11 when the elements of the left that were – Along the lines of the, you know, we asked for it. Um, there, they were very quickly shut down, shot, you know, shot down, so to speak, in, in, a, in a lot of places. The pro-Palestinian, there's like an infrastructure on campus of pro-Palestinian groups. Yeah. So that's why it's been a, there's been much more of this, much more rapidly. Yeah, and I'll just point this out at GW back in the day, and I don't know what the population is like now. This is 20 years ago when I went. The people who were Middle Eastern at GW were overwhelmingly, insanely wealthy uh, sons and daughters of sometimes overseas yeah. individuals that get shipped in to go to school there. We're not talking about people who are extremely poor uh, that are, you know, fighting for a scrap of food in Gaza. We're talking about the sons and daughters of oil sheiks who are uh, yeah. basically embracing... 19-year-olds driving $120,000 Range Rovers onto George Washington and Georgetown campus. I, yes. I, I know what we're talking about. 
Yes, that was what the, the Middle Eastern uh, contingent overwhelmingly was represented. I'm sure it's still very much the case now. Because remember, GW, I think, yeah. is like $75,000 a year, Buck. Yeah. Tudor Dixon's going to join us in a bit, team. Stick around. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. 